podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hope your bike ride, uh, hope your gym session, hope your walking dog is going well. Just wanna say May 5th, uh, upcoming soon, May 5th, I am dropping a very, very, very big project. Please check out all my social media, specifically Twitter and Instagram where I'm pontificating, previewing, flirting, but I'll put it this way. Please make sure you go to GaryVaynerchuk.com and read the article about crypto wallets. Make sure that you have a MetaMask with at least one Ethereum, one ETH in your wallet uh, because this project is 100% built to make sure my OG community benefits, not to mention the way I actually built it, what comes along with the NFT. So hope you, uh, hope you check that out. Um, please be prepared. May 5th. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Everything I've done in my life, Madison Avenue's startup land, I can bring things like, hey, everybody, listen, and I'm just incredibly comfortable to put this on the record. NFT over the next 12 to 18 months is going to be very similar to ICO. Yep. 97% of these projects are going to collapse in secondary value. It's mm-hmm. gonna confuse people, say it was a fad, it was Beanie Babies. Comma, the underlining tech and consumer behavior is gonna be one of the most significant things that happens in modern technology. I know when I find my home, I know when I'm, the sports car community, my home, the wine community, my home, the entrepreneurial community, a home. This is gonna be a home and, and, and a home that is gonna show a different side of me uh, from a creativity standpoint, that has always been there. I've spoken so much about the creativity of being an actual entrepreneur, but this one's really gonna be obvious and I'm gonna enjoy it. And it's gonna open up a whole new avenue to my life, which I can just feel incredibly excited about. Yeah, it's just an opportunity to be expressive in a different way, right? I also hope I motivate people. You know, I think I've got a lot of eyes on me. I have a communication style that lands for certain amounts of people and. I feel like somebody's going to say, wait a minute, am I an artist too? And is gonna fulfill their destiny of being an artist. I think what NFT, what, what social media did was allowed people to be personalities and experts that would have never been that. Influencer sure. marketing, influencers have been, are, is now a collection of people who are destined to be lawyers but are now known for yoga. Accountants that are now known for Star Trek. And I think NFT infrastructure is gonna allow somebody who is destined to be a carpenter, actually now to be an artist. Someone who's destined to be a sports agent, now to be an artist. Somebody that was destined to be a stay-at-home dad, now to be a artist. Somebody that was destined to be a police officer, to now be a meaningful artist. The fact that art will now be practical to a generation of parents and encouraged instead of discouraged is going to be a very good thing for society and I'm excited to see the birth of it pretty much anything that is property at some point you could theoretically say could that be tokenized well that's that's a foregone conclusion to your point i think my passion right now sit around creativity but for example every book by any author that's got any juice is going to be launched as an nft like i've got to rethink my entire thought process of signing another book deal Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? I can launch as an NFT, make incredible dynamics, deliver the actual book on the back of the NFT, create incredible secondary market dynamics. 
I mean, the world, Darren, this is a big deal. It is. I'm going to sell my home. I've been trying to tell people this for two yeah. years. Well, you've been right. Good news. You know how you like being right? Good news. There you go. <laughs> this piece of art is from Lise Bartlett. She worked for Barnett. She worked for me at Vayner. I like her. Her husband worked for, with me at Resi. She's making a big risk and going on her own. This is expensive by my art standards. I bought it because I love her. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited because I'm meeting a lot of artists on Twitter and discords. I'm excited to be the humanitarian. That's how I see it. I, yeah. Or the kind person. Like I'm excited to buy art based on I like you, the human. My natural instincts around art go much more into like what I'm doodling, which is I care about the Smurfs and Punky Brewster and and Max Hedrum and Robocop and TMT. Like I like those things more than like a beautiful, yeah. you know, and, 70s but, or 80s pop culture. Group, I'm a you pop grew up. culture guy. Yeah. And so I want to do that, which lends, you know, which is different than seeing some beautiful sketch yeah. or like paint. I don't like Jackson Pollock. Yeah, I don't everybody like everybody has their own their own artistic interests. And I remind a lot of people who are listening, people are like mm -hmm. trying to force people to like a oh. certain thing. It makes me laugh. Like, why? Every artist yes. I'm talking to is like, I want to sell this for 800 bucks. I'm like, what's in it for the other person? Right. And right. and there's two ways. Again, it's art and commerce. Yeah. Is this something that you are going to like you if you're doing this for collecting, flipping, with you know, again, and I went through this recently with sports cards over the last four years. Nobody gets to decide what another human being, like I love how people are like, like they're trying to be dictators and communists. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you're telling me I have to collect art for the sake of the art and never sell it? Who right. gave you that power? I have to tell you to look at this as an investment where you just like having a wallet to display? Who am I? Right. And I, by the way, I'm gonna do both, but I'm gonna do mine. It's why I brought up the Elise thing. I'm yeah. gonna support artists that I have a huge, an actual connection to from a human standpoint, yes. not to their art because I've never been affected by art that way, comma, the art that I'm incredibly affected by is character creation. Like mm -hmm. I bought Magic the Gathering cards when they first came out. I like, like that's what I Were liked. you into Pokemon too? Did you buy those I was cards? A, I was a hair, uh, at that point I'd really started my career and I was like 100% yeah. trying to build my dad's liquor store. But my brother AJ is 11 years younger and when he got like massive strep throat and like real sick, I went to the card store, my dad and bought him a box of the original Pokemon. Oh my God, dead. yes. Uh, we always talk about that. So. But yes, I understand Pokemon. I'm obsessed yeah. with WWFE. I understand why Disney works. I think, and then I care about like funny little ones like the Snorks or the Get Along Game yeah. or the Wuzzles. Like I, so I think everyone gets to pick. Art gets its value uh, from scarcity. And so the blockchain allows you to do that. So now we're gonna see artists for the first time ever create art digitally, right? The great artists, they never did before. Uh, so you're going to sell digital art. You're going to actually take your phone. You're going to buy it. It's going to go on your phone. You're going to walk home and you're going to throw it up on a giant screen. And you're like, that's mine. No one else owns that thing. That's mine. And Dude, so we're going to have collectibles. They're going to create new collectibles. 100%. Right? There's going to be, instead of baseball cards that well, are- Well, there's NBA Top Shop. They're so rare. Top it's Shop's blowing already. up all yeah. of a sudden. Looking at it every day. Uh, and so then there are going to be fractional things that get sold. Well, that's what's happening. The fractionalization of physical things is a game changer. The reason Michael Jordan's rookie card is going to a million dollars because you can sell hundred cover act. Yes, because Kenny and Stefan actually want it. I know they do. 
but they're not dropping 350,000 on a single sports card. Not I yet. Know. Not yet. Not yet. And I know and I know them. But would they drop 350 bucks if they knew it was going to a million? That's no different than buying a little Tesla and Apple stock. The fractionalization of sports cards is going to get that market insane on the tippy tippy top. And so and you're going to you're going to fractionalize jerseys, you're going to fractionalize cars, Correct. you're going to fractionalize all kinds yeah, of Yeah, memorabilia things. is going to follow But fast. even bigger than that are going to be these NFTs. You're going to have uh, I agree. The, the Super Bowl, we're going to have the, you know, Mahomes and I'm going to have an artist do a painting, a digital painting of him and a rapper or you know, sing a little song behind him and then he's going to be up there this, and you're going to sell that little clip from the Super Bowl done by Chase, Chase Hall or whoever the artist is and people are going to be like, dude, there's only 10 of those and they're going to buy them and they're going to keep I them. think people need to know how to showcase them yeah. The, the missing piece, we're in it, just for the record, because I want to clip this one day and say, you know how I like to do my content. Yeah. In nine years, I'll clip this and be like, see, told you. You're 100% right in, in one other man's humble opinion. Why, why artworks is high net worth individuals buy a piece of art and whether they put it in a Moroccan you know, warehouse or whether they put it in their Upper West Side uh, apartment or whether they have a show that they donated to something, they're able to, you know, display it. Display it. They're, they're, they're going to the, be and really. And the reason cool. sports cards are is because you take a selfie and put it on Instagram. We love to flex. I'm waiting to understand the flexization of the NFT, and as soon as I understand it, it's coming. Oh, I'm the least confused of all time. I'm curious what it's going to be. Yeah. I want to invest in it because it's going to be the sh- shovels and picks of that world. Right now, we're in the golden era, Jacob, of the people launching projects that really don't give a about their audience at all. It's a fast money grab. I'm gonna draw something, a picture of me or something that represents me. I'm gonna mint a 10,000 of them. And because right now, and they're gonna make some real money. I mean, we've seen some athletes and some companies make real money. What I know is gonna happen on the other side is the people that are holding the bag of that collectible have paid overpaid so much, no different than pets.com or etoys.com as a stock. That doesn't mean NFTs are not gonna be the game-changing thing of, of this generation. It just means that project is not. And what you're seeing is short-term transactional behavior right now of people land grabbing for quick bags. But what they're actually gonna do is hurt their brand because there's gonna be some fans on the other side that are sad that they paid $3,000 for ownership of an NFT, but now the market says it's $17, AKA Beanie Babies, right? So, totally. so I'm worried about that from, for everybody in this cycle of that, the person that's buying it and gets held with the bag, but I'm actually worried about it equally for, you know, they deserve it because they weren't thoughtful, but it doesn't mean I don't have compassion to somebody who doesn't really, there's some people, cause I've talked to a bunch of celebrities, IP, they don't even realize they're doing bad things for their audience. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they're delusional. They don't understand supply and demand and what, the moment we're in. So they probably, in our, a lot of them, I could tell I've had the combos. They actually think they're going to do well. Like, oh, someone's going to pay $88,000 for this and one day it's going to be worth $2 million. I'm like, first of all, your ego is insane. Second of all, you're very <laughs> much misunderstanding what's about to happen, which is the tokenization of everything. Do you know how much supply that is? It's no yeah. different than influencers, Jacob, right? Influencer marketing, I was right in 2009 when I wrote Crush It. And you have the Logan Pauls and the Charlie D'Amelio's, but there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of people making 50 to $200,000 a year being an influencer instead of an accountant or a gardener and loving life. That's gonna happen with NFT. 
That's gonna happen with totally. artists. That's gonna happen in a lot of places. So I don't know, I think there's a lot of thoughtfulness that needs to come to the market. You know, I love showing all these old videos as you see, right? And the reason that people that razz me or compete with me don't have a lot of video to say, Gary Vee, look at all these wrong things is, I don't say a lot of things wrong and here's why Priscilla. Most of what I talk about isn't predicting. Let me give you an insight to why I was so right about NFTs. You ready? I'm gonna get, I've, I've never shared this, but I'm giving it to you because I like your hair and I'm in the mood. Ready? <laughs> The reason I predicted NFTs-ish, right? Because obviously I didn't know blockchain was coming was because of Farmville, right? I understood that our lives were becoming more and more digital. And I started watching people do things for sheep and spending money. And I understood that the same reason that somebody wants to wear a Gucci bag to flex or ride a BMW, humans need to communicate through their purchases. That's why the fashion industry exists. Otherwise, we'd all wear the same thing. You know, Jessica's wearing those glasses because she's trying to communicate, right? You, you know, like, this is what we do. We communicate, right? Eric P's got his look, right? Like, we communicate. And so, as we become more digital, the things we own in digital form take over for a pair of Jordache jeans in 1983, take over for fresh Nike collab off-whites today. They take over and it's coming and it's gonna be real. And I'm gonna be right while everybody thinks I'm wrong because they're looking at things literally and I'm thinking about things from a macro human standpoint. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review comes from Lisa M. And it reads, I've been listening and learning from you for a while. I finally took the leap today to create a coin wallet, purchase Ethereum, and create a MetaMask. And I'm waiting to transfer for May 5th for the big day. This is way outside my wheelhouse, but I love your style and your big potential approach. Grateful for your generosity to all. Thank you again for that amazing review. And to anybody listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.